All right. We're rocking, dude. <laughs> All right. Episode uh, 83, riding shotgun with Norman Jim here yep. live at um, Union Jacks. Union Jacks in Glenside, PA. Yeah, man. So, uh, what's happening, man? Nothing much. We got no beer to open. My beer's already open. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, just crush some wings. Uh, yeah, roast beef. Nice. French dip. Crush your French dip. Yeah, crush my wings. So before the games begin, no birds today. No birds. Off week. We've got a lot of other teams playing, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, oh, Skins already started. Skins, uh, Skins Cowboys. Cowboys. We got the Raiders. All right, I got no, we got no pickums this week, which is all right. Um, so, yeah, Friday night, we did the uh, party. The, uh, Calling uh, Tony's party. Yeah. How so was that? It was awesome, dude. Cool. So um, all the regulars, all the people you know there, you good, know. Good, good. Um, great freaking time, dude. Cool. A lot of listeners to the show. <laughs> oh, party. yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, That's awesome. Surprised me. There was a, there was a lot. So <laughs> look, glad to hear A that. lot of conversations around our banter. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad so, to hear that. More than just Joe and... Uh, Joe. So, so Joe and Shelly. Oh, shit. Drop my pen. your pen all over the watch up. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, so Joe and Shelly. Um, Eric Hecht. So he, he listens every okay. week. He's asking us questions about South Carolina. Which is okay, cool. yeah, yeah, that was fun. Um, Al. Al? Al, since I thought he didn't like it. No, I like the show. Okay, good. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He likes to critique our show. He thinks okay. I'm. He thinks I'm ditching him because uh, I'm very busy at work, okay. and I haven't been uh, bike ride. No, I haven't followed him up on the bike ride, so okay. he's giving me a little shit. Okay. I wonder if that's my cousin that just walked in. That's my cousin. Holy shit! There you go. I think. <laughs> awesome. Pretty good timing. Yeah. All right. Hey. Ed Haberly, Norm Haberly. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Eddie, how you doing, bud? Sit down. How are you? Sit down, pal. We're actually uh, doing a podcast there. Well, I'll let you do No, no, podcast. no. Let me just pause it up. Or you, pause. Can, or you can join us. <laughs> what are your podcasts? Uh, we just we do a podcast every week. about sports. I'm Jim Moore. I'm Johnny's brother. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Sit down, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing, you know, I haven't seen you in years. I saw you. If you'd have walked in there, I wouldn't have known it was you. Really? How's your family? Oh, good. They, just got, they all just got over COVID. Oh, really? That sucks. I'll pause this up. But yeah. Now, when you were playing football and your father was on the wrong, the other no, side. No, I heard that story. I, I, told, him that, I told him that story. I know that story. Mr. Yeah, I will tell, tell that story again, story though. I'll tell that story again. So, My dad's on the... Because I don't think I did that on the podcast. I think I just told you the story. Yeah, I've heard this story a couple of times from you and your dad. So we're playing, you know, down at Fox Rock, whatever. Yeah. And my dad's on the opposing team sideline, and he's giving it to the. Uh, he's giving it to the referees. Oh, yes, and they're just like <coughs> telling the coach of the other team, "Tell that guy to shut up, or I'm going to throw a penalty flag." And my dad won't shut up. He's still giving it to him. And the guys on my team are like, "Norm." Tell your dad to shut up. <laughs> Throw the flag, 15-yard penalty, and they march it against the other team. <laughs> <laughs> it, this happens three times, 45 yards of penalty. And the other coach like, he's not even our guy. He's, he's not our guy. And, and uh, <laughs> Joe Redman, who you know Kevin Redman. Yeah, I know Joe Redman. His uh, father was our coach. And he's yelling over there, and he's like, I don't know that fucking guy. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was good stuff. My son played JV at Northeast High. So they're playing Roxborough at Roxborough. Right. And we're walking up to the stadium, and I hear this voice scream. I didn't, I didn't know Uncle Norman was coaching Roxborough JV. You knew as soon as you heard that voice. I said, holy crap, we're not even in the place yet. And then you can hear him. My son tells a great thing, it's, and the coach apparently... The coach from Northeast and uh, Uncle, they didn't like each other. Uh, I know. And he said, there's, at one point, it goes, he rolls, looks across the field, he goes, Haverly, you son of a bitch. Haverly, in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and that's when your son realized it. <laughs> well, he knew who it was, my son. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> it's just, Haverly, you son of a bitch. Haverly, in the game. <laughs> oh, that's great. My dad, I tell you, I was at a game one time, and my dad's playing Allen. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard the story, Ed, but so my dad's coaching against Allen, and he's like, they got 12 men on the field. They have 12 men on the field. And he's telling the referee, call a penalty, call a penalty. My dad's up 40. They're winning by 40 points over Allen. And he's like, hey, coach, your team's up by 40 points. What's the difference? He goes, what's the difference? Okay. Next play, my dad sends in a guy, and he goes, go in the fucking game. He goes, who am I taking out? He goes, nobody. Just get in the game. <laughs> so, so the referee doesn't do anything. So next play, my dad sends in another. Gets to the point where dad's got 14 guys on the field. It's like, are you going to call penalty now? Oh, yeah. Well, he had a... I'm a kid, and I'm at Grandpa's on Ridge Street. And your dad was still... I, I think he's still living and he, was still, and he was playing baseball, you know. So I'm there, and they go, you want to go with Uncle Norman and watch him play? Well, sure, you know. We get there, and he walks up to the next thing I know, fuck you, you son of a bitch. Let's go, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my dad could hit a baseball. Oh, oh, my God. He could do it. He was a great athlete. He, he also one time told me, he said, Eddie, I never lost my life. And I believe him. I don't doubt that. But he, we go to see, I can't remember, there used to be a, a semi-pro team. Used to play at Temple Stadium, so it was uh, me, my and my buddy, and it was your dad, my dad, Uncle Billy, and Uncle uh, Walt. So we're at the game, and your dad's on the quarterback, just and some guy rows down, yells up, you know, why don't you leave him alone? Right? So, boom, that fast, boom, he's in the guy's face, like you know. <laughs> And the guy's cowering, which which was a good move on his part. But uh, now Uncle Norman gets back. Finally, the game's over. We're walking out. And the four brothers are walking. And Uncle Walt, who was kind of short. Yeah, tough guy. He looked at Oh, they were tough. They were tough. He he turns around to to Norman and he goes, what are you doing walking with us? Did you act like that in front of fucking kids? You walk behind us. And you know what he did? He walked behind because uh, he respected uh, his older uh, brothers. No, I mean, he... Uncle Ed... That's what I heard. That's what Norm said. He respected his brother. He went to the war. Uncle Ed, Uncle Walt. I mean, I've talked about this many times, how your dad fought in World War II. So Uncle, Uncle Walt, John. Uncle John and Uncle Walt. Did Uncle Walt... Was he in World, World War II? II? The three of them. Okay. Uncle Billy was uh, North he was Korean. He was a Marine. Yeah. In North Korea. And my, all, all six brothers served. They did, but my dad never served during wartime. Yeah, but that matter. He yeah. Served. Oh yeah, he did. That oh yeah. Matter. But and you don't ever know what's going to happen. And and, and Uncle, Uncle Austin served in the Navy. He was in that blockade of Cuba. 
Oh, what was he? I'm pretty, pretty sure, yeah. yeah. They all served, all served. So my dad was upset that the Korean War ended while he was in boot camp. Of course, because all he wanted to do was just go kill. I mean, that's yeah. all he talked about when yeah. I was a kid. Until it happened. You know, he, the way he would train me when I was a kid. Well, what if the Japs come here and invade? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, just happy, like, okay, dad. You know? I'm a kid at the house on Reach Street. And when your dad and Uncle Austin were still living at home. Coming down the steps, rolling down the steps, fighting each other. This is my DNA. There's two. No, come on, I didn't get in fights. No, I was passive. Yeah, man. So, your dad, I I've told Jimmy about this because I love golf. And your dad taught me to play golf. Did he? Yeah. Never taught me. Burr home. Didn't have the patience to teach me. So at Burr Home Park, your dad taught me how to hit a golf ball, drive a golf ball. I love golf. But your dad was the most amazing golfer I ever saw. He, he, you know, he used to, the the gas works had tournaments every year. He won it every year. Yeah. Unbelievable golfer. It was a dad. Yeah. So. Uncle Walt was the gymnast. Uncle Walt taught Norma how to be a gymnast, gymnast. And she ended up, freshman year, she won the vault for the district. Oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. And then she discovered pot. Yeah. That's a Norma I know. That's not a bad thing. So, yeah, man. That's, uh, yeah, but your dad, he was, yeah, Uncle Walt. Uncle Billy was a good baseball player. Oh, he hit a home run out of Shy Park. Did he really? Yep. It, it was, you know, wasn't, it, his team was playing playoffs or whatever it was, and they played at Shy Park. Yeah. And he hit a home run out of Shy Park. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Phillies were still playing there at the time. No, Uncle Walt qualified for the Olympics. I didn't know that. Yeah. As a gymnast. And they canceled the Olympics. Or I don't know what it was. It was 1932, whatever it was. Right? You think about it. Or, I don't remember what the year was, but he was in World War II, so he couldn't go to the Olympics. Oh, no. It wouldn't have been there. It probably would have been 40 or 44. Okay. Or yeah. Well, did they have uh, the Olympics that year? No, they can't. those are the kind of years that they canceled them because of the war. Okay, so it would have been 40. Yeah, because 32, he would have been way too young. Yeah, he would have been 40 or 44. Maybe 44, but yeah. It's funny that, you know, Johnny told me. He's like, yeah, your, your cousin stops in here. He's texting me out. I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to see my cousin. Man. I don't see anybody from a I don't even see my own family anymore. Yeah, I, I don't see any behavior at all. Yeah. Except for my, you know, my, well, I see my brother. My, my brother, my brother Jack just moved to Florida. Oh, did he? Yeah. So you and Jackie and then your sister. Bonnie. Bonnie. I see Bonnie. I see my immediate Okay. So I know one of my sisters stays in touch with Bonnie, but I don't talk to my sisters anymore, you know. Since my eh, it's, it's since my dad passed, I mean you know, it is what it is. You gotta reach out. Gotta uh, do it. No, I just I am living my life. <laughs> Typical fucking Haven. Tipping, I can't tell you how stubborn. Do you remember I don't know if you were too young. When your dad when you had the house near the cemetery. Yeah. And they used to have the, I think it was Memorial Day picnic. Yeah, yeah. All the Havens. Big backyard. And yeah. the, the six brothers were, were, would be there. That bed looks screaming, yelling, cursing at each other. You know who always it led that charge? What the subject was either. Uh, it was always Uncle Johnny leading the charge, though. My godfather. Oh yeah. Uncle Johnny was like. He served with Pat. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. 
Was he like the third division or something like that? Armored division? I don't tank division. Yeah. 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 Oh. A, I think he drove a tank. I, I think he was pretty sure he was a tanker. So I remember going to grandma's and looking at the old pictures. I was very interested in all that shit. And, you know, uh, Johnny and your dad, and, and they'd have the, remember, they, they after they I got through Occupation, the German, they, got they, had the, they had the Nazi flags. They were holding them up and stuff because they, like, yeah, got through. Souvenirs. Right? Souvenirs. Your dad would tell me one time, he said something about how, or something, like when he was a kid or something, and he said, and he said my dad crap. Yeah, no shit. You ain't going to do that now. No. But the Haverly man, oh, God, that time. And we're, we're, we're like Roy Kent, we're everywhere, Jimmy. Uh, I, when I went, I worked at Sandy Run Country Club, you'll love it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's the last time I saw you. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I first started there, and one of the guys from Warcrest, uh, and he was, I guess he was, I think he was Billy's age, and he, but he knew, you know, but anyway, he don't, he says, oh, I live at Warcrest. I said, no, I said, maybe you knew my family, you know, my I said Haverly, and I swear he turned white. I swear to God, he turned white. I, I, I your dad make people turn white. <laughs> he did. You don't mean Mr. Norman? Yes, I do. Uh, he's a little bit nuts. My, my wife. She said back in the day, uh, not Walmart, Kmart, was it or whatever? What, you know. And she's checking out to get the credit card, and the girl. She got, you any relation to Mr. Norman Hagen? And my wife says, well, that's my my husband's uncle. And she says, he's a mean man. <laughs> she, she, went, he was, she went to, the, to uh, Rockborough. Oh, she, she, he's mean. <laughs> uh, he carried that respect. But uh, I remember being at uh, Acme one time with my father. And my father was not a cheap man. You know, he'd buy... You know what I mean? If he walked in there, he'd buy whoever, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? That was my dad's thing. But he didn't like getting cheated. So. He didn't like what? Getting cheated. So we're in Acme, and, you know, ice cream, whatever it was, 89 cents, dollar eighty nine. who the fuck knows what it was. And my dad's like, tells the guy, you, you rang that up wrong on the register. He's like, uh, no, I didn't. And this is before barcodes, all that shit, right? He, he's like, you keyed it in wrong. My dad's like, no, he's like, got the folded out newspaper thing. He's like, it says here. Oh, and he's like, so he's like, I want to see a manager. So the guy's, so the guy starts getting combative. Oh, that's right. Register. And my dad's like, you know what? And he had scanned all the groceries except the ice cream at the end. And my dad's like, fuck you. Fuck acne. I will never be back in this place. And he walked out. Didn't pay for anything. Left every all the groceries right there. Let's go, son. And he walked out. Left all the groceries right there. Not that, I'm, you know, I've done not as bad, but I've done kind of stuff like that sometimes. It's it's, it's in our DNA. That is. It's crazy. Fucking Haverly's crazy. Oh, the stories they tell. Yeah, but I don't know. We we live. I remember uh, Aunt Jane telling One time, they were they were poor. During the Depression, my grandma was telling me that. My father caddied. And he would come, they'd wait for him to come home. And then he'd give the money to grandma and yeah. he'd buy, buy food for them. Right. Uh, and one time, I guess it was a local church or something, the minister's knocking on the door. Come in. Knock, knock. Come in. Get the hell in or get the hell out. <laughs> they didn't know what it was. 
awesome. Yeah, my dad, when he was in the army, was sending all his money back home. You know, just sending money back home. So he thought he had all this money when he got back from Germany. And he comes home, nothing. Apparently, like, they gave it all to Aunt Shirley or whatever. And <laughs> that reaction says it all. Wow. Aunt Shirley spent all the money. Right? Uh, well, yeah, the, the break. He was not a good guy, Bobby. Yeah, my dad was not a fan. Mm -hmm. I don't think the family. I'm surprised nobody ever heard him. Yeah, I know. Because are scary people. I, mean, I just remember growing up because he ran out on her, right? I mean, he fooled around. And, yeah, yeah, he was just not a good man. But yeah. yeah. pops was a little bit nuts, Jimmy. Yeah, well, I mean, I only know some of the stories, and I picked that up pretty quick. And your grandpa was nuts too, by the way. See, I never met well, him. I had to he come died. From somebody with all those boys. He who died. Tough I remember him. He had a parakeet. And a parakeet's down. One kid back. And he's chasing the parakeet through the house. You son of a bitch. One of us is going to die right now. <laughs> I, I remember him. Yeah. He was, uh, so, I mean, our cousins, right? I mean, there's what? 20-some of us? I don't know. Oh, God, I don't know. I think it's 26 of us, or 24 or 26 of us. Because when Grandma died, she had, I don't know how many great-grandchildren, and then great-great-grandchildren. She had a ton. Well, there were 10 kids. Right. Uh, now, Aunt, Aunt uh, Jane never had any children. Neither and Uncle John. Uncle John did, and neither did Aunt. Uh, I think Uncle John didn't have any with it. We'll I hate to say this, but he had a. I think that entire other family was all Uncle John's kids. Yeah, I'm well, just telling you. Another, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Every time we. Who was the time. other? The other aunt. I'm losing the name. She aunt Cass. Aunt Cass. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia. I, I, I remember as a kid one time. I guess it was a Sunday or something. I was at the Haverly's and Aunt Cass walked in. And she was all back there. I remember as a little kid looking at her. Got you. Yeah. At least to, to this little boy looking at this woman. Well, Aunt Jane, Aunt Cass, wow. they Aunt were... Aunt Jane was great. That's oh, what I heard, yeah. yeah. The two of them were... I guess Shirley might have been when she was young. You know, because yeah. when we knew her, she had the weight on and all. Right. Yeah. Same and as I, my I sister Norma. Aunt Emma. I don't think she was ever more this. Maybe no. she was. She just looked... Imagine dating one of these girls and you have all these crazy uh, brothers. You're, forget you're about dead. it. You're dead. All these other girls. Uh, oh, these guys about are crazy it. sons you're, of you're I mean, if your dad's giving people respect, they must be tough. And Uncle Austin would go I was told that George Dallison was a really good uh, athlete, too. I heard that. My dad yeah. said that. He was, he was a, a nice man. So now, ironically, they all pulled him into the whole religion thing. Oh, yeah. He was very strong. He was, but they pulled him in. Grandma, they got the hooks in Grandma first. And then she brought everybody else in, and he wasn't, and then they brought him in. Well, uh... Bobby Haverly still into that. And, and, uh, Get out of here. Yeah. My cousin Bobby? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. He wasn't in They told me that, yeah, because he's still in the Jehovah thing. Bobby Haverly is a Jehovah. I thought I was told. No, that. Was yeah, no because way. it might. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Bonnie, we lost her. She lost her daughter. No, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. That's her daughter. So we're That's back. Pretty good stuff. And uh, great to see my cousin. The fact that, to me, I mean, you know, I, I only knew your dad, and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know the mean side of your dad, but your dad was bigger than life, and he was something. Yeah. And your dad was like, you know, to me, if he walked in this room right now, 
everybody be like, who the fuck's that? Yeah, yeah. And to him to back down any good. You need something? Can I have a game in a water? Sure. Yeah. For your dad to say, hey, get in the back, I, no one, I could never imagine anybody saying that to your dad and your dad listening. Yeah. So for him to have the respect for his older brother meant yeah. an awful lot. Yeah, a lot of cool your dad be like, so screw you. Yeah, I they, could never I, see your dad. I turned off the recording of the podcast, but there were a lot of great stories. My pop oh, was something else. Yes, he was. So that's good stuff, and though. It sounds like his brothers were, too. Yeah. I mean, it was cool seeing my cousin. I'm telling you, Jimmy, that's probably been 25 years. That's awesome that, uh, that you know, Johnny didn't even know he was going to definitely be here, and he is. <laughs> yeah, it's great that he was. That's cool. Kind of made my day there. Yeah, that's cool, and it made his day, too, for yeah. sure. Yeah, he, he went out with a huge smile. Yeah, he was... Such a good dude. Yeah, yeah. So he's my oldest cousin. I mean, he's 73. 73, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about it, he wasn't that far from, I mean, he was 10, 10 15. He's older than me than my father was to him. That's why he looked up to my father so much. Yeah. Think about it, right? How, what if your dad had been? 86, 87. So he was about, he's probably, thank you so much. So he is to us like your dad was to him. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so getting back to Tony and Colleen's party. Great time. Um, I think right when Ed walked in, we were talking about Al. <laughs> That's crazy. It's been like an hour and a half, but I kind of remember exactly where we left off. But yeah, so Al, um, I might go bike riding with him this week, but he's been, I mean, I've just been really busy at work. Yeah, sure, That's no sure, excuse, sure. but I it's like a weakness in me. I've, I've said it for years. I can't say no to people. <laughs> so I don't respond to them. But he yeah, took offense to that. Like, come on. Relax. But, uh, yeah, so Andrew was there. Good. Christina. Uh, Chris. And uh, Amy. Who's still got to hook you up with the... Uh, so the, But the white elephant. The white elephant was a boy. Oh, yeah. So what kind of gifts did you get? So... Now, do they run it like I run it at Christmas in July? They do. Now, the thing that they do is you can only have three swaps. Okay. Once that happens, you got to move on. you got to pick a gift. Okay. So, swap. So, this one couple, uh, Joe and Tracy McGinty. Joe was a tall guy. You might have seen him at the Halloween party. He was uh, Beard, Coach Beard at the Halloween party. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, he, um, they brought up. Bob Ross toaster. A what toaster? Bob Ross toaster. Okay. So the toaster comes out like Bob Ross, you know, the painter guy. So that was like the hot guy. That's hilarious. But guess who ends up with it? But Sue. So Sue ends up with the Bob Ross. So it gets taken from Sue at one point. And it was like, it was crazy, but somehow... Eric Hecht has an opportunity to take that. Instead, he swaps a gift and takes the gift that Sue ended up with now at this point, whatever it was. Nice guy. It was like a total like woman's gift or whatever. And he takes that from Sue so she could go and steal the toaster back because he knew what she wanted. I'm like, we were like, what a classy move that was, you know. But at the end, the very last person, the way Tony and Colleen do it is, the last person is to steal anybody's gift from anybody in there, and whatever gift they have, that's what that person ends up with, and it's over. So, the guy who literally went first, he had gotten his stolen, whatever, so it was this literally a mug. We were call, everybody was calling him, Titties, Titties, it was a titty mug, giant mug. 
So he goes and takes the Bob Ross toaster from Sue. So Sue is the last one she ends up with. Sue ended up with the chain stuff. Yeah. Oh, Sue. And she was like all disappointed. And so she literally gave it to somebody who wanted it. This guy, Corey. That's hilarious. So I got really cool. You know how I like to cook. It was really cool. I, it was like this really nicely wrapped gift. Am I going to see? Oh, she should have kept it and brought it to my Christmas in July. No, she gave it away. Oh, she should have kept it. So that would be so popular to Titty. There was a, you know, when I got, I, I, usually I say, I'm going to, I'm going to take the known over the unknown. But this year, for some reason, I decided I'm going to go unknown. So I went up there and I got this little gift, a little box. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Really well wrapped. It took me a while to get it open. But it was measuring magnetic measuring oh, You know how I love to cook. Really, really nice. So I was like, I was happy with that. Nice. You know, um, but I brought uh, a half yard of beer with a stand. Oh, like you gave eggs. Yes. Yeah, nice. So I got that. And uh, let's go with the other gift I brought. Oh, uh, I brought this pancake maker that had emoji made emoji pancakes. Oh, nice! So you can make different faces. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was what I, you know, what I brought. That's cool. But it's good time. But Tony's, Tony's, Tony's beer. What was Tony and Carl dressed as? So Mr. and Mrs. Claus? No, not this year. Oh, and by the way, they want to get together for next, yeah, let's do it next week, next Saturday. I know your birthday Sunday. That's fine. That's fine. So Saturday, they want to have our Christmas show again in your garage, whether it's garage or downstairs, That's whatever fine. we'll do. It depends fine. on the weather. That sounds good. Cool. Yeah. So now Colleen was dressed nice, nice sweater. Tony had on this sweater, uh, ugly sweater, but it was deer. Another deer for Bob. <laughs> Tony. I forget what he called I, I it. I still never forget Tony's story about how years after they looked at uh, family footage, his dad's jumping around and his pecker jumped, his, falling out of his pajamas. Remember he told that story? Yes, that was classic. <laughs> Fucking classic. And then we looked down and there's dad. Oh my God, dad, Jesus Christ. Hey, Merry awesome. Christmas, kids. <laughs> so, uh, he... Let me see. I want to do this a Christmas wrap-up, right? Um, so his beer. So he only had... Uh, Tony's beer. So he had four on tap. Okay. So, but the first tap was coffee. He had his own coffee dispenser on his tap. Oh, nice. And the fourth one, he had a bitter beer. Was it a coffee beer or just coffee? He had all holiday beers. It was just coffee. It was really nice coffee, too. Because what I did was, I was, I was drinking the stout. Really good stout. Dude, he, had, he had the nitrous going and everything. Like, literally, when I poured it the first time, it did the whole Guinness up. It was sweet. It's a really, really good beer. And that's what I drank all night. But at one point, I went over there and hit the coffee for a little bit and then poured it in. Nice taste, man. Uh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. okay. Hey, do you still have any of that that uh, Yingling chocolate beer? I do. I still have about a dozen of those left that's in the fridge. That's a nice little. That's like a nice dessert, dessert beer. Well, I, that's what I always say to Sue. Like this is when I, take, when I want for beer. something sweet. Instead of having something sweet, I'll drink a Hershey Porter. That would taste so delicious out of the titty mug. <laughs> if I had the titty mug. I did have the titty mug in my hand at one point. It was awesome. So you should have kept the titty mug. So, uh, 
Wow, that's really... We're really picking up the background noise yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try and aim that mic over here. I'm doing it the whole time, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, hey, anyway, episode 83. Let's talk about the Great Story 83. All right. All right. Want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I am going to go, of course, with one of the greatest 83s ever, Ted Hendricks. Ted Hendricks. Kick him in the head, Ted. Demand Stuart, whatever you want to call him. 83, Ted Hendricks. So... Since you did that, I'm uh-huh. going to go Ben Davidson. Ben Davidson! Rocky, we only need one more good one. Ben Davidson, who wore 83 before. How cool is that that those two wore 83, 83 for the Raiders? Oh, Both yeah. for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next 83 I'm going to go with is Andre Reed. Andre Reed, the Bells. Kutztown State. Kutztown State. He was in Kutztown State with uh, Bobby. Bobby Beaton. Oh, get out of here. Really? I'm not going to call Bobby Beaton. No, Bobby was up at Kutztown. They didn't have class together because Bobby never went to class, but. <laughs> Just kidding, Bobby. He had a bang at somebody. Yeah, but Andre Reed out of Kutztown. Oh, yeah, man. Wow, okay. One of those great Bills teams. Never won a Super Bowl, but went. Where they go? Three or four, four straight four in years. Four in a row. Plus the Cowboys twice, Redskins, and Giants. That's the entire NFC East. Should have, should have beat the Giants the first year. Yes. So it was Giants, Redskins, Redskins Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Great team. Um, and I got I don't have that many this week, but I'm going to go with another Raider. All right. Willie Gold. Oh, I was going to say Willie Gold, but he's playing for the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie Gold playing with the Raiders Raiders as well. He was 83 for the Bears and the Raiders, yeah. I'm going to go with another great receiver, and this guy was unbelievable for a very short period of time, but he was awesome. John Jefferson. John Jefferson. He was unbelievable. Damn, I can't believe you got that one. Yeah. And he played for the Packers, too. He was 83 for the Packers, too. Man, John Jefferson. Jefferson. All right, so you're talking old, good-time receivers. Okay. I'm going to go with Mark Clayton. Ah, the Mark brothers. Yes. And Duper, Super Duper. Yes. We'll be talking about him soon. We will. Um, okay, Mark Duper is good. For the I'm Finns. Gonna, now, now we want to go old school. I'm going to say old school. I'm going to go way back to Super Bowl three. Jets. George Sauerman. George Sauerman. Nice. Him and Don Maynard were the two receivers. And Joe Willie was throwing to those guys. So they brought that, you know, they brought the passing. Yep. All right, here's an odd one. He wore 83. Wasn't that great. I know it's the greats who wore 83. But I loved the guy. He never really did much in the pros. Okay. But I loved his name, Ronaldo Nehemiah. He played for the Niners. He did play for the yeah, Niners. He was a high, high, high hurdle guy. Yes. High hurdle guy. He would have won the Olympics, but for whatever reason, right before the Olympics, went to the NFL. Right. Yeah, he was. He played about four or five years. Yeah. He wasn't there long. Didn't do much. Didn't yeah. do much at all. Okay, I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a defender. Played for the for the Dolphins back in the '70s. He was a hybrid guy. He was an outside linebacker, defensive end. Vern Den Herder. Vern Den Herder. Remember him? No. And he, he was like a hybrid outside linebacker rusher before yeah. they actually had that. That was the '70s. Late '70s into the '80s. Before Clayton got there. Where did he go to college? Oh shit! I have no idea. I, I mean, they burned Den Herder. They never, they, you know, hence the reason no name defense. But we always remember the names, but the yeah. Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, here's a guy, an overachiever, Vince Papali. Vince Papali, oh god, I miss that one. <laughs> I'm Number eighty-three. 
I'm going to say an eagle, but he, he was more famous for another team. Tight end, Jimmy Giles. Jimmy Giles. He was 88 for Tampa Bay. Yeah, he was. 83 for the Eagles. He was 82 for the Eagles. Very good one. Uh, speaking of the Eagles, this guy didn't play for the Eagles, but it's very memorable, and I actually have the... If you go down my basement, you'll see the picture all the time. It's Brian Dawkins hitting number 83 for the Falcons, Algie Crumpler. That hit changed that game. I mean, it was a, he gained a first down. It was like a 20-yard pass. But that hit, oh, my God. Changed the game. I'm going to go with a Penn State connection. Also pay for the Buccaneers. Joe Jarevich. He's still running. He's still running. <laughs> the guy we got from the Titans, Chase. Yeah, yeah. Joe Jarevich. What was his number in college? 83. Was it? Yeah. He was 83 in college, yeah. All right, here's a guy who I had him on my fantasy team. He always run the sprint long patterns. Played for Wisconsin. Played for the Bills. Lee Evans. Lee Evans. I, I, I only remember him because he probably kicked Penn State ass when he was at Wisconsin. He, Lee Evans. He could sprint, dude. He was very good. All right, I'm going to go with a guy from the Redskins, Ricky Sanders. Ricky Sanders. Yes. Yeah, it was like, I got to the skins and I was like, I gotta have an 83. There was a couple that I, I had listed for, for them. Um, so, the other thing I want to do at the end, we, we keep missing this, but I always want to go with the best out of this list that was number 83. But, this guy was pretty damn good. Won a couple of, won a couple of Super Bowls. Um, was stolen by the uh, Patriots from the Dolphins, Wes Welker. Wes Welker is very good, number 83. Wes Welker is very good. I'm going to kind of stay with that same type of guy, small little uh, possession receiver for the Steelers, Heath Miller. Heath Miller? Was he, he was a tight end, I thought. But he was a smaller tight end. He was a yeah. smaller guy. He was good, though. He wasn't like I he had was him on my list. He was great. He's a smaller type uh, this guy was number 18 for the Eagles, but he was 83 when he made a name for himself for the Saints. Dante Stallworth. Great Dante Tennessee. Yeah. I think he killed somebody. Yes, he did. But he got off. Did he get off? Yes, he had oh, a DUI wow. driving and he killed somebody. He was like up on a sidewalk. I don't know how the hell he got, got off, but he did. And he had a big catch against Packers or something and a, a, a big Eagle win. Yeah. Fast. He was fast. He was a good player, man. Alright, uh, 83, 83. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go really old school here. This guy played for the Cardinals when they were in St. Louis. Pat oh, Tilly. I have him first on my list. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Pat Tilly. Because I was Tilly. like, yeah. I love Pat Tilly. He was Pat a possession Tilly. guy. Yes. He was a, for years. Yes. Through yes. the 70s into the 80s. St. Louis Cardinals. White boy. Yes, he was. White boy could play some ball. Yeah. That's funny, I was saving it to left. All right, I'm going to go with the guy that's now on the Raiders. Okay. Uh, sucks, he's eating up a fucking spot on my fantasy team, but Darren Waller. Okay. Number 83. Darren Waller. I don't know if I... I don't think I have anybody else. All right, I got a couple more. Okay. Uh, also for the Patriots, Deion Branch was 83 for the Patriots. Okay. I knew you'd remember that name. Um, played for the Buccaneers for years. It was great before they have who they have now. But he was there when Mike Evans was there. Before the transition to Chris Godwin, Vincent Jackson. Yeah, great receiver. Um, Harry Douglas played for the Falcons. Another great fantasy receiver, 83. He's another 
49er. You'll remember the name when I say it. J.J. Stokes played for UCLA. J.J. Stokes, J.J. Walker's cousin. Yeah. And then the last I have on the list, in college he was number 83 for Mizzou. You know what I'm going to say? The best in college I think to ever wear 83. Kellen Winslow. Oh, he went to Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Kellen Winslow was number 83 at Missouri. Probably the best in college ever to wear 83. I think. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Those are That's that's it for our 83s. It's a pretty good list. So now the we say is the best ever to wear 83. We skipped this. I mean, I think it would be a good best of that group we just kind of mentioned. Uh, You're gonna go with your. <laughs> You're gonna go with your gut. To, would you start I'll go with I'll go with Ted Hennings. All of Famer, man. I'm awesome. gonna go with Wes Welker. Overachiever out of Texas Tech. Because he won four Super Bowls. One with the Colts, two with the Raiders, and he was awesome. Yeah. And his stories you hear about him are freaking hilarious. Good stuff. Great player, man. Yeah, great football player. So, um, uh, finish my beer there. Um, so, hey, it's been a week, literally, but we'll talk about the Eagles. So, the Eagles win. And I'm glad it died down, right? The bye week couldn't have come at a better time with this whole Gardner and Mitchell. I don't think it should be a controversy. He played the fucking Jets. I'm glad he played great. Shitty Jets. I'm glad he played great. He doesn't have good arm strength. He did what he had to do. He did what a backup to do. Game. Man, it's a game beat a shitty team. Yep. And you keep the momentum going. Should be no controversy. Literally, I was listening to uh, Angelo before they played that game. And he goes, I hope he has a good game so we have something to talk about in the off week. That's all he wanted. And he goes, I just want to start a con-. And he says, I'm going to start a controversy. And I don't know if he did or not, but he did. that should not be a controversy. No. You know, if he's your starting guy, just like if you say if Hurts is your starting guy, you don't have a starting guy. But I like Hurts. I like Hurts too, I, I but mean, I like both the guys. It's yeah. good to have an option of a guy who can manage the game. And, and, you know, but they're not the guy. The only thing I like better about Minshew over, I love the guy's fieriness, right? And the players seem to like this guy too. I like the fact that he was getting rid of the ball. One, two, it's out. One, two, it's out. Whereas Hurts seems to go to the right. Every time scrambles to the right. That's what he did in college. He's an athlete. He can yeah. get away a lot of times. And he does get away with it. But he or makes, he can get himself in trouble. We have young receivers that don't really make a play. That, that being said, they benched Rager. Did you see that after he fumbled that was it, the kickoff or the punt? Yes. He finally benched him. Um, I mean, the defense looked like shit, though. What the, the Jets scored the first three times on the ball. Three times they went right down on him. Yeah, so... And the offense made the defense look good in the second half because they had the ball for, like, running the ball first down, first down, and first down. that's how you do it, man. Yeah, that's how you do it. They're common possession. Again, it's a Jets. It is Now they're playing the Redskins are getting raised to Stammer. Now it's 21 or nothing against the Cowboys. Right. It's fine because a lot of teams, for whatever reason, a week after they play the Cowboys, when they lose, always have a letdown because they get so high for the Cowboys. Especially the Redskins, because that's their the Redskins, the team. Yeah. That's their rival. It's the Redskins. <laughs> it's the Redskins. It's the Redskins. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. But we got, you know, the Eagles got a week to get right. I mean, it looked like, what's his name? 
uh, pulled his hammy or something. Miles. Miles had what 120 yards. I he his ankle. Is that what it was? I thought it was his ankle. But so hopefully he. If you see the up. video after the game when Minshew's getting interviewed and he comes running over to him, he's like, Pop. Oh, he looked fine. Yeah. So I saw a, a picture of from Lane Johnson sent out a picture. Him and Minshew fishing. They're fucking hanging out this week together on their off week. Yeah, that's cool. So, well, Minshew, the most popular guy on any team is a second string quarterback. Right. And I'm sure he's popular. He reminds me a little bit of like Boy Dipper. Right. You know, rag, rag, rag muffin doesn't care about nothing. It's not a starter it's in the league. It's not a starter in the league. I don't know if Hurts is or isn't. Uh, I think Hurts has better upside. I think Minshew is what you see. Hurts has better upside. And, I mean, if you've got a My only game. problem with Hurts is still the arm strength. I don't think he has. The arm strength is decision-making. He's ultimately not – I mean, he's not going to be the guy – if we're going to win another Super Bowl, it's not going to be him. No. Now, if he's got to be a starter, if one of them has to be a starter next year, it's got to be him. Not Mitchell. Mitchell's fine. It's a backup. I think they take all those picks next year and rebuild your defense and make a dominant defense. And then you'll eventually find that quarterback. You're not going to win the Super Bowl this year or next year. But within the next few years, you can. But again, it's a team that you still can't figure out. Like all of a sudden, he, I felt like the Sirianni or the offense coordinator or whatever called a great game. I mean, I think the Eagles punted once. Everything else, they were scoring. Uh, and the kicker this year is fucking out of his mind. He's yeah, making every better job uh, in the red zone. Stop going for field goals. Yes. Let's get them touchdowns. And you do that with, hey, well, we got that down the line. We're on that ball. Well, when we We're do have that ball. field goal, Elliot is making everything. He gets it. He's fucking making everything. So that's it. And then last night, uh, the Heisman. So Bryce Young wins the Heisman. Not a big surprise there. Yeah, so I went out. Yesterday I was out with Andrew Tate. Who, okay. He said, you're taking liberties of him and Harbaugh. Lion? <laughs> I thought it was funny, but yeah. Um, so we had a good time. We were out watching the Army Navy game. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah. That's a very good game. Very I good love game. that game. Talk about running the ball. Yes. It's, it's all about execution with Army Navy. Notice that. Was there one or two penalties, maybe? Well, there was a key offside on the one guy, and he probably got benched. See? That's it. No penalties and low on turnovers. You just literally have to go out and beat. That sounds like old Penn State football right there. It does. Not anymore. So, um, yeah, Andrew T and I were out. And I'm talking about the Heisman. He's like, what do you think's going to happen? You think Hutchinson has a chance. He came in second. He came in second. So, wrong so I said to him, I said, listen, here's the way it's going to play out. You got a quarterback picket from Pitt. You got this freshman from Ohio State, and then you had Hutchinson. That's three states that touch each other. And then you got the Alabama kid. So the Alabama kid's going to win because the SEC's all going to vote for him. Yeah. He's going to get the whole South to vote. It's going to be split up up here. So I think Hutchinson's going to finish second, I told him. Pickett's better than Stroud, so he'll finish third. It's exactly the way I told him it was going to go. So the three right. guys split the Northeast where a lot of vote votes are. Right. And the kid cleaned up in the SEC. Probably all of the South. Right. And the West, because they're on TV constantly. And I think all Heisman winners get to vote, right? So it's like, yes, they do. you got so and, many from the, the SEC now. is never, probably never on national TV. No, he's not. He's very ACC. is, Michigan probably was. Right. So, hey, more news of the week. So the Army-Navy game, you saw that. Navy great. beats Army. Great, great game. 
Maybe surprised they were three and eight, but it turns out they weren't really a three and eight team. They lost a lot of, a lot of games games. by a touchdown. And you know, I mean, it's it's, it's it's a rivalry. Right. I mean, I think before the game, they they had the guest picker on ESPN, this Pete Dawkins, a former Army Heisman Trophy winner. And he said, "What do you think?" He goes, "Yeah, we're eight and three. They're three and eight. Throw out the records. It's a rivalry. It's gonna be a tight game. It's gonna be hard for you know. He picked Army, obviously." But hey, it doesn't matter. Right. So, I mean, it's a big rivalry. Right, right. That's exactly how it played. It, it did, and it was it's a great game. I, I mean, like I said, I, I root for Army. Obviously, I, I always root for Navy because of Joey. He, he played and went to Navy, so I was, which is cool. We played touch football with Joey. Joe, yeah, and I grew up with Joey, so yeah, I always cheer for Navy. Uh, and then, I mean, Tamaris Thomas passed away. Yeah, wow, he was a young guy, 33, 33 years old, dude. So some kind of weird medical condition I heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I only knew him through fantasy football and, and everything he did. But I, I only remember from him from a few plays. So you remember like him? He, he coached, he caught the Tebow, Tebow pass. pass and they had Tebow on it. Tebow said a lot of good things. Tebow would say a lot of good things about anybody else. Did you see the video of him and... Uh, Peyton Manning's retirement speech and what he had to say about Demarius Thomas. No. Yeah, it was like he just thought the world of Demarius Thomas. Like every time he would throw him a touchdown pass or whatever, it was like thank you, thank you, thank you, Peyton, thank you. Like it was, he was so grateful, and he was like, in his retirement speech, he's like, I'm gonna miss Demarius Thomas thanking me when he catches a touchdown pass. He's like. That's what he said in his retirement. And then I saw videos of Demarius Thomas. It's, it sucks to learn all this after he passes. You find out how, how good of a guy he was. Right. All this great stuff he did with youth organizations. In his community, he came up in a bad situation. And that's why he turned that into something really good. And that's just a great guy off the field. You find out he's a tremendous guy, and everybody loves him. So, uh, switching gears on you, Jesse was found guilty. Who? Jesse Smollett was found guilty. Jesse who? Smollett, the, the actor, the guy who said that the white supremacist beat him up, the MAGA hats on, the guy in Chicago, the actor. Smollett. Who was the actor? Who was he? Uh, uh, what's the guy from Philly is on the show? It's uh, Empire. And the other one. Anyway, he's the one that during the whole last year when there was all these rallies and shit like that, came out and said he got beat up. He got jumped by two guys wearing a MAGA hat. Oh, here, the irony of the whole thing, and I. <laughs> The irony is he hired two black guys to impersonate a white guy. Because he actually literally hired two black guys to say they beat him up and and go on the whole So how did that all come out? You know, two black guys came forward and ran it all? They did. And, and not only that. Oh, there you go. Somehow, prior to him getting beat up by these guys in the bag of white supremacy, he went to Subway. And bought two. They bought himself. No, he brought himself subs and everything. And they had the video of him and, and Subway buying the sandwich. Well, when he got home, his sandwiches were in perfectly good shape. But apparently, he got jumped and beat up. And but his sandwiches made it home. So he got his ass kicked. But his sandwich. The, the mega guys didn't touch his sandwiches. Nice going. What's his name? Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Smallwood. Is that his name? Smallwood. Okay. 
Jesse. Too bad. So yeah, so literally he beat himself up. Nice going, Jesse. Yeah. All right, a weird stat for you of the week. I thought this was kind of cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this to you. So in 2016-2017, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Their bye week was in week nine. Follow me so far. Okay. The next year, 2017-2018, who won the Super Bowl? Eagles. Eagles. Their bye week, be- week was in week 10. So whose week was so 11? There we go. Well, so are you so saying that the Eagles' bye week is going to line up? Follow me here. In 2018-19, the Patriots won the Super Bowl again. Their bye week was week 11. Okay. In 2019-2020, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Their bye week was 12. Last year, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Their bye week was week 13. Whose bye week is in 14? The Eagles? Dolphins, Patriots, Colts, and the Eagles this year have a bye week week 14. I would say probably the Colts. I would say the Patriots. The way they're playing right now, my God, their defense. Did you see the way they played Buffalo? And I love They ran the ball three times. It was passed the ball three five, times. And they were running the ball and took the yeah. one time with third five, they got a touch on like a 65 yarder. Yeah. That was my uh, running back fantasy football, but no. If I, I, I would not say the Dolphins, I definitely wouldn't say the Colts with the Pimple Boy. I know about the Colts. The Colts are really hot right now. But run I would pass. say the Patriots because they got that. Belichick and D, he can coach D. He can coach well, he got the D top up. record in the AFC right now, which is crazy. You know, it's like they got a rookie quarterback, basically. They got a quarterback who's going to play their system and listen. Whatever yeah. coach says you do this, he's going to do it. He's not going to improvise. He's not going to, hey, throw it away, throw it away. Yeah. He's gonna, and then he's going to keep the ball, keep it close with a good defense. And special teams can win. I'll tell you, the one team that's not going to win is the Dolphins. The next team that's not going to win is the Eagles. But they might make the playoffs. <laughs> but they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. But that's interesting. That's interesting to get that. That's there a cool stat, right? That is a cool stat. I like that. So we'll see what goes of it. Um, I'll tell you right now, the uh, Chiefs are Chiefs are beating like 35 to nothing. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, the Raiders are stupid. Yeah, that's a dumb team. It's and guess what? Just get get ready, Penn State, because that's you in the next 10 years. Stupid, stupid talent, stupid team. I'm going to have to check. Haran, me and you are going to be cocktails. I'm going to be South Carolina on all. Screw yeah. Pins. And you got you got a Virginia Tech hat on, though. Oh, maybe I'll cheer for them, too. Hey, oh, we, well, we got the defensive coordinator down there now, Brett Price. He's yeah, the man. coach. Maybe I'll give you the a good hire team. by Virginia Tech. That's right. Let's see, I, I don't know where. Maybe Bama. Jay, I can go with Bama. I always liked Bama. They got great fans. <laughs> Who comes to me Friday morning? Uh... He just got accepted into the University of Glasgow. I'm like, congratulations, son. No. So what does he think? I don't know. I mean, we'll let it play out. I will tell you. I mean, I'm not going to jinx it, but all of a sudden, Penn State's high on his list. So I'm hoping. That's why I probably swayed my bit. Now, when is his trip with Paul? Uh, in the springtime, they're going up there. Spring. Yeah. All right, we'll see Carl next week. Carl, you listening? Talk it up. Come on, yeah. we are. Well, now we got 10 years of stupidity with Frank. That's all right. He'll have fun when he goes up there. I mean, he'll have so many friends up there. I really, that's my hope of my kid. Who knows? Uh, Alright, ready for some Dead or Alive? Dead or Alive, let's do it. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta put some numbers to look. Lenny, Squiggy, Squiggy's dead, Lenny's alive. <laughs>
I don't have many dead or alive this week, which is which is all right. But all right. So the first one, the guy, the actor's name is Paul Gleason. Paul who? Gleason, like Jackie Gleason, only Paul Gleason. Is that the guy from uh, 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 Braveheart? No. Gleason. What was he in? He was Clarence Beaks in Trading Places. Remember oh, that dude. He's dead. He, he He's was dead. He was in Die Hard. He was in Johnny B. Good. He was the coach. And he was also Breakfast Club. He was the Breakfast Club. He was the vice principal. He got my eye on you. He's dead. Dead? Dead. What makes you think he's dead? He's dead. All right. He he died at 69 years old in 2006. Yeah, he died. Yeah, I remember that. He's the one who did the girl that hooked up with. Look, they're lovers. One, two, yeah. It was Jim Belushi, remember? Jim Belushi, yeah. Hey, what happened to you in uniform? I don't know! Look at me, I'm <laughs> By the way, most racist movie ever. <laughs> Is Every that? Most racist movie ever. Oh, it's funny to watch, man. Because it's so out of place today. All right. Um, also in Trading Places. Her actress, her real name is Kristen Holby, a.k.a. Penelope. Oh, she's good one. I'll say she's alive because she was kind of young. She's 70 years old now. She's, she's good. alive, though. She looked great in her underwear, didn't she? She did. She, smoke she was like real tight ass. Paul, man. Go to bed. Behind closed doors, she was a freak. She's a freak, that chick. Right by the fireplace. Oh, whatever. Yeah, she looked good. All right, also in trading places. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's alive. He's 69 years old. That was a layup. All right, how about Eddie Money? Eddie Money's still alive. Eddie's in commercials. Eddie Money died in 2019 at 70. Eddie, I just saw him at a commercial. Maybe it was in 2018. Eddie Money died. You gotta stop watching that MLB channel with the replays. They replay the commercials too. Because he was on the commercial about traveling. He goes, I got two tickets to Paris. Oh man, he's dead. He died in 2019. All right, how about Debbie Harry, AKA Blondie. I'm gonna say Debbie's still alive. She looks like she should have died 30 years ago, but I think I'd say she's still alive. Uh, she's alive at 78 years old. Hey, Debbie, I, you know, back in the day, I would have definitely done it, but now, hell no. All right. Probably a preacher. All right, this guy sang the song. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do? Oh, Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. Adam Ant. I'll say he's still alive because I haven't heard anything about him. Guys. He's alive. He's 67 years old. God, he's only 67. Yeah. He must have been young when he did that song. All right, this one might be a layup for you. Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn's dead. Yeah. It's a shame. Tony died of that cancer he had his uh, yeah. trouble. And he was a great hitter. 2014, oh he was only 54 years old. Tony Gwynn was awesome. Yeah. I tell you what, they wouldn't put that shift on Tony Gwynn, would they? Yeah. You could throw something inside. He hit the opposite way. One of my favorite, favorite hitters of all time. Awesome. And he was good buddies with Ted Williams. Ted Williams. All right, how about Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones is still alive. He's old guy. Quincy Jones is a man. 88 years old. He's old. He was friends with Charlie Parker. <laughs> and he was. All right, back to baseball. How about Kirby Puckett? Dead. Dead. Yeah. He had a cancer in his eye. Yeah. It's a shame. Great ball player. 2006 and only 46 years old. Yeah, good ball player. All right. How about Keith Richards? <laughs> He's still alive. He's going to beat everything. They've injected him with everything and he beats it. They should take his blood and cure everything on the earth. God damn it, he can't he kill that. He's He can get struck by lightning 50 times and he'll survive. All right. Um, 
Madonna's look-alike, William Defoe. <laughs> she looks like William Defoe. <laughs> William Defoe's still alive. Yeah. Great actor. He's a pretty good actor. Great, great actor. 66 years old. That's all. Yeah. Remember, here's an, here's an obscure movie. Remember this? Streets of Fire with Diane. Yes. Woo! He was a tough guy in that He was. Him and the guy from uh, uh, Indiana Cruises was in that fight each other, Michael Perry. Remember they fought in the Michael street? Michael Perry, yeah. Diane Lane. Oh, oh, yeah. She's still alive, by the way. She's smoking hot. She's alright. Still alive, but still smoking hot. Alright. Jenny from uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. She was married to Travolta, right? No. You got the no. wrong one. Wrong girl. Oh, I'm talking about the girl from Twins. Yeah. Kira she Sentai. Or what? No. no. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Yeah, she's dead. Oh, so Jenny. I'll say Jenny's still alive because she was on House of Cards. She's still alive. That's Robin Wright. Robin Wright. She's still alive. I'm yeah. sorry. Robin Wright is alive. Yeah, she's alive. You ever watch House of Cards? Do you know how old she is? I tell you I, about, by the way, I did watch House of Cards. 16, 16. This is going to blow your mind. Go ahead. Thinking of what she looked like in House of Parts. She was married to the Jackass. So. Oh, Kevin Faggot is good. Sorry about that. This is Glenside. I don't care. <laughs> we're also recording, Jimmy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody listens to us. No way. The Glenside boys are witnesses. We're over 3,000. All right. Um, um, listeners, by the way. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Yes. Uh, what is she, 58, 59? What is she? She bought art. 50. Uh, she's she's uh, used to be Robin Wright Penn. She was married to Sean Penn. She was Forrest Gump's girl. A uh, girl, right, yeah, Jenny? Yeah, Jenny. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know she was. Right, last one, like over. I said, I didn't have many this week. Danny Aiello. And great actor. Danny, you talking about the guy who was in Godfather 1 and 2? Oh, no, Danny Aiello. Um, he wasn't in Godfather. No. Well, Diane, give me some movies he was in. Dumb and Dumber? Remember he bites the sandwich as the heartburn? Give me the That's Danny Aiello? That's not Danny Aiello. Uh, Danny Aiello's the big Italian guy. Yes. He was in Bang the Drum Slowly. He was in City Hall. That Danny Aiello is dead. The big fat guy you're talking about, he was in a lot of mama. That Danny Aiello was in Godfather 2. He tried to kill Frankie Four, four Aces in the uh, bar. This, this Danny Aiello. This guy. Yes, Danny Aiello. That guy. Him, yeah, he's dead. All right, he is dead. Danny Aiello, great actor. <laughs> no, he wasn't in a Dumb and Dumber. That's some other dude. Yeah, yeah. Danny Aiello was in very good. Anyway, he, he died at... Uh... He died a while, like 10 years ago, didn't he? Yeah, at 86 years old, he died last year. He was in Hudson Hawk. He's with uh, Bruce Willis. Him and Bruce Willis. He just died in 2019. Look at out of here. Yeah. Remember Hudson Hawk with uh, Bruce Willis? Yeah. That's Danny Aiello was his buddy. All right. Uh, we're coming up on an hour. I don't have... Let me see if Which I can are, pull... Uh, Mount I don't know. we got to think of that. It's still the first day. Yeah. What do you want to do for Mount Rushmore this week? Tell me. How about top four Heisman Trophy winners all the time? Oh, I love that. All right. I, I, that, I, can come up, I definitely come up with my four. Uh, I got them right now. All right, Heisman. You got it. Um, do you want to do some Woody Rather or you want to go into the Heisman? Yeah, let's go with Rather. All right. Uh, Woody Rather questions. If I can get these to pull up. <coughs> like I said, my printer was not working, so... Would you rather live out of a car or live on a boat? Uh, I'd rather live on a boat. I would rather live on a boat. Because you can go from place to place. Right. Or you can go place to place, but you know, you're not going to go to too many cool places. Right. 
Would you rather eat only fruit or only vegetables for one year? Yeah. Fruit. Me too, fruit. Definitely. It's a layup question. Yeah. Would you rather have to tell your best friend or girlfriend for committing a crime? Wait. Or would you rather have to tell on your best friend or your, or your girlfriend for committing a crime or serve time on their behalf? Uh, you have another Diet Coke? Alright, thanks. Oh, but I'd rather tell on them or do their time? Yeah. Wow. For them. Oh, shit. Uh, how hot is my girlfriend? Smoke. <laughs> how much time? It's Gail Godot. Lost. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the chair. Three years. <laughs> three years? Is she still my girlfriend after two years? Yes. Oh, is she still going to be waiting for me after yes. two years? Oh shit, if it's Gail Godot, shit, I may do the time for her. <laughs> shit, and then she's gonna welcome me back for taking that time? Oh shit, Wonder Woman! I may have to do the time for her. Would you rather be incredibly rich but have a bad reputation? Or be liked by everyone but be forever poor? I'm somewhere in between here. <laughs> That's well, not stuff. rich. Not everybody likes me. Some people do. Oh, I, I don't like that. I'd rather have a good reputation and just be liked by everybody and get along and have a happy life. You know, money can't buy happiness. I'd rather be happy. Yeah, you're right, but... Uh, I'd rather be happy. You're right. I mean, but then again, it's your reputation. I mean, think of these rich fuckers with their reputation. I don't want a shitty reputation. Money can't buy everything. Very true. All right, here's the last question. All right. Would you rather have been able to prevent World War II okay. or prevent COVID? Prevent COVID, because World War II... Uh, you know, I'm a history guy. Uh, shaped a lot of the things that go on now, good and bad. You cha you start changing history, you start messing with something. Same thing with COVID. But I think COVID was a smaller ripple than World War II. So you got to talk about bigger ripples. COVID was an inconvenience. World War II changed, reshaped everything. And it made us good and bad. COVID made us good and bad. COVID, I'd rather get rid of COVID, prevent COVID. Yeah. Um, I say you could. The best way to do this is if we would have, at the end of World War II, bombed China, and there would have been no COVID. <laughs> well, they were helping us, and you know, they were weak. We could have steamrolled them in a week. Fuck yeah. Or we could have let the Russians do it. We could have got there. We got them in about three days. All right, let's wrap this up with our uh, Mount Rushmore of top Heisman Trophy winners. Okay, you're good. going first. All right. Well, uh, you got to start with Archie Manning because he won two. And he's a class act, so I'm going to go with Archie Manning as one of them. I'm not going to say one to four. I'll just give him my Archie four. Archie Manning won the Heisman? Archie Manning won it twice. Not Manning. Archie Griffin. I'm sorry, Archie Griffin. Archie Manning. Archie Griffin. He should get the Heisman for the kids, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great kid. So Archie Griffin, I'm sorry. Uh, number two, I got to go with uh, the greatest college football player I ever saw was Herschel Walker. He was fucking unbelievable. He really was just unbelievable. So I'm going to go with him. Um, uh, another great one 
Yeah, you go, I gotta go with. Um, wow. I'll go with a favorite of mine because it was a groundswell of a couple of great plays. Uh, Doug Flutie. Yeah. He just made that that hail mary yeah, against yeah. Maryland. And, you know, you, you talk. They, they talk about Heisman moments. Miami. Against Miami. Didn't I say that? Miami? Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Miami. Sorry, Maryland. It was Miami. But, I mean, you talk about Heisman moments. Yeah, man. That was a Friday. It was. I remember it was a Friday afternoon. I, I got home from work. And, and, uh, yeah. he, he was an undersized guy, and it just goes to show you that anybody can win a set. Yeah. You know, so Ocula, he was he was one of my favorites. Um, some great runners. Yeah, some great running backs, some great wide receivers. And then I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with a defensive guy. <laughs> Me too. Charles Woodson. Yeah, he's on my list. Because, uh, again, it proves that anybody could win it. And he made some great plays that year. That one-handed interception he made, yeah. he was going on offense. He had a punt return just like Desmond yeah. did against Ohio State. Yep, yep. So I'll go with those guys. All right, so I'm going to go in descending order. Okay. Um, my first will be... Since when I was a little kid, and when he won the Heisman, it was a big deal to me. John Capoletti. So, first Penn Stater ever to win it. Only Penn Stater. Only Penn Stater ever to win it. But he was. I looked up to John Capoletti. Yeah, I mean, it was, was something else. Man. So, um, number two, I'm going to go Woodson. Also, defensive, just an incredible player, and it carried through into the pros. But this is about what he did in college, and Charles Woodson was the man. Uh, I am also going to go with Herschel next. Herschel probably should have won the award three fucking times. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, another guy who should have won it multiple times, Tim Tebow. Good. One of my favorite college football players yeah. of all time, Tim Tebow. One guy I'd give an honorable mention to who I was, it was fa- uh, fun to watch, Earl Campbell. Tyler Rose, goddammit, he'd run dudes freaking over. He'd run around him, he'd outrun him. Well, he'll just run your ass over. Yeah, that Damn, he was good. Billy Sims. Billy um, Sims, Charles White, Marcus Allen, first 2,000-yard runner. Barry Sanders, who was a highlight film runner. Over and over and over and over. Yeah, some great ones back in the day. You know, so. But that's it. Episode 83, we pulled this off. We had a little special guest there. Yeah, well, that was very nice. Well, uh, he really guessed there. Yeah. So, uh, hey, episode 83, thanks for riding Shotgun. We're live here at Union Jacks. It's a good time. We'll put this off. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little crowd going. It's half time. Next week is the Christmas show. Christmas show with Colin Tony uh, over your house. Yeah, man. So, all right, thanks for riding Shotgun with Norman Jane. We'll see you. Hey.